All right, with Katarina Cal, uh, Waves is a short film played at the Female Filmmakers Film Festival. It's two minutes. It's about two friends having a chat at the beach. And I guess there's a twist to the film. I don't want to give the twist away, but uh, it's a fun film. I was reading your your uh, blog interview and you were saying that it's almost, like I said, it's like an initiative uh, film. You haven't made a film in a while, so you wanted to see if you still got it, I guess, right? Yes, um, I made that film Originally, it was for an um, initiative from the Australian Directors Guild. And when I finished it and looked at it, I thought, oh, that's actually a really good short, short film. I should enter it in some festivals. And I'm doing really well so far. That's amazing. Well, it's a great it's a great film. It's like it's two minutes. So it's like an easy film program. And it's, it's really well performed. So what do you mean? Like, so what, tell me why the film was made in the first place, like with the Australian. Like, what was Directors the process Guild? of why that film got made? Um, okay, so the initiative is called Credit Maker, and it means that um, upcoming or emerging directors get connected to established directors, and you get the opportunity to direct an episode on an Australian TV series. Okay. And uh, for the application, which is very competitive, I felt that my last short film, which was 18 years ago, wasn't good enough. Oh, it was good enough. What am I talking about? But it was so long, and I have so many more skills. And, you know, I work in the industry. It's not like I'm a newbie. I, I do work as a script supervisor in the film and television industry. And I know that my skills have gone are much better nowadays. So yeah. I thought, why not do a short film that I can hand in? I only had literally from the moment I knew this initiative was happening till the handing in of the application, I had less than four weeks three something weeks so I knew I needed to have a script quickly and I knew that I had to shoot it and cut it quickly before I hand it in so that was my initial idea and uh, my outing to do that film and then I basically asked around because I didn't have anything that I my 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 pitch was that I wanted something with two to three actors in no more than one or two locations that I can shoot within a day or two because of my time frame I had. So I was very specific and I looked around what I have in my drawer and nothing fit. So I asked one of my actor friends, Bijana, who is one of the actors who plays Ethel, and she said her partner writes some, uh, these kind of shorts. So two days later, I had a short film, which I liked. Uh, we and I amended something around the ending, which we don't want to give away. Mm. And uh, yeah, that's how the script ended up in my hands. So what did they think about the film? Did it, did it serve you well with the Guild? Yes. Uh, well, they haven't, they, they haven't even made this decision yet because okay. it's a longer uh, process to find and match up a production uh, established director with a new director to do this so they're not even that far but I independently of their outcome thought you know what I hand it into some festivals and I create my own momentum with it which I did so far so uh, the feedback film film festival was um, amazing because I got amazing reviews uh, and it was great to see the faces who speak about your film and I also entered it into another film festival called the Khan International World Khan International Short Film Festival, which have monthly winners and then a yearly competition mid of the year. So I won for October Best Actor, Best Acting Duo, and Best Short Film. Oh wow! And 
it's selected into Flickrfest, which so the world premiere to a wider audience is on the twenty fifth of January this uh, in Bondi here in Australia. Gotcha. So that so then that's yeah. like as for the podcast, it's in it's in it's in like next week, and so it's got it's got into it's been played in Europe, it's played in North America, and now it's going to play in Australia. Uh, yes, I mean in 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 uh, in Europe, it was just a small jury because yeah. Flickrfest is quite specific in what, um, not having it online or worldwide viewing before their premiere, before that it played there. So, uh, um, your festival and the International Short Film Festival, they it's get it's get screened publicly later. But at the moment, it just won for the within a smaller jury for yeah. the month of October. Okay, so yeah, it's, it's the, did you know that you're the third third professional script supervisor I've talked to in the last month who's made a short film? So oh wow, yeah, I don't know. Maybe there's well, something in the air. I don't know. Maybe, but also it is our. I mean, anyone who. It is a career in itself, no doubt about it. But anyone who has ambitions to direct, it's a great position to learn about directing because you work with every department. You mm -hmm. learn about coverage. You work with the director closely. You work with the actors. You work closely with the script. Um, I've been, do I mean, I'm in the industry this year, 30 years. Uh, I graduated 30 years ago, so I'm a bit older. <laughs> I'm not fresh out of film school or anything. And... Um, but I've always made short films in the 90s and early 2000s. And then, you know, life happens and stuff happened in my life that stopped more or less my my pursuit in directing. And it took me 18 years to pick it up again. But um, you know what? I'm I'm really in a good place. I'm happy with it. Uh, I, just want, I, I want to get to your film in one second. Quick segue about your, um, your script supervisor uh, profession. So you said it's been 30 years. Has it and, and technology has changed a lot? I'm sure you shot on oh, yeah. film. Now you're shooting on, on digital. Now, what has changed the most about your job in the last thirty years? It's much faster. It's faster. <laughs> so when I started, so a continuity or script supervisor, I've been doing twenty seven years, and when I started, obviously it was on film, and it was normal that you shot on with one camera. A second camera was luxury. You didn't have, when I started, I didn't have a video split. So I stood next to the camera and the director and learned about lenses and, um, you know, distance and knew what kind of shot I was, if it was a mid shot, a close up or a wide shot. Um, and then, of course, with digital, it became a faster turnaround in term and two cameras were normal. Now three cameras is standard, two cameras and a steady cam is often in the kit. Yeah. So, um, you know, I'm talking now normal day-to-day -day, uh, television series, not big action movies that have many more cameras. Yeah. So you're, but it's also it must, and it's got to be harder then because you got to do continuity for all all the cameras, right? You got to write notes for all the cameras. That's right. So uh, luckily, what also has come with the change is we have a continuity or script supervisor software. I I'm using the one from Peter Scarrett. And that makes it easier in terms of, you know, when everything was handwritten, you had to repeat and repeat so many things. Uh, with the automatic uh, setup, and I mean, you still have to write a lot, 
but I have everything digital. I have my script digital. It becomes lighter in carrying your your mm. your stuff. Um, so it has back a lot in the of day, you have these big books and like in carry around, <laughs> right? Now it's just like all in your iPad. I'm assuming that's right. Yeah. Um, you know, when we had the Polaroid rings and the belts, yeah. and and then we had many colors of pens and the ruler and yeah. everything. Yeah, it was really really heavy shit which we had to lug around, but. Nowadays, as you say, I still have my laptop with me, always as a backup, but I always work between laptop and iPad, and it's much easier. But it's faster and demanding, uh, as you say, you know, because it's so fast, and often directors don't even cut. They continue in one take and one take and continue. They don't they even put cut. It, the coverage is there. They're figuring it out in editing. They're good. If they have a, two cameras for each character for each angle, then they have a steady cam. They're just, they don't know what they want. They're just going to figure it out in the editing room because they, they're grabbing all, yeah. the, all the angles, right? Yeah. 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 I mean, you can't, do, depending on the budget, you know, um, I must say Australian TV shows aren't comparable to American TV shows in terms of budgets. So yeah. the directors are much more disciplined and they have to learn much more what really what they want in the time they get because we don't have as many shooting days to complete 30 or 45 or 60 minute yeah. kind of uh, episodes. It's fascinating. Okay. So tell me, okay. So tell me about this film because I, obviously it's about your two leads, right? So Susie yeah. and B is Sorry. Susie Porter and Bijana Vincent. Yeah. So where did you grab those two terrific actors? Okay. So Susie Porter is a very well-known actor in Australia. Uh, she has done, you know, every i would say nearly every australian would know her she has done heaps and heaps of stuff from feature films to um tv shows um i have worked with her the first time in 1996 we have become instantly friends so we've been friends for a long time and we have worked many many times together and bijana i just worked the first time last year on a great disney plus show called last days of space age and she, when she heard that I'm looking for a short uh, film script, she was the one who said my partner writes these. So obviously, her she would be the obvious choice to have for the second character. Mm. Or for this, I mean, I wouldn't say one or two; they're equal in in the in the two minutes, as you see. Gotcha. Um, and I just knew that it would work really well between the two of them. Um, you know, they had instant chemistry when they met on set when we shot the film. It was really obvious. We rehearsed literally the entire film twice and then we started shooting and I gave a few more um, directoral directions in between to, to change some of the intentions and we we literally shot that film in three hours. <laughs> <laughs> I knew exactly what I wanted and uh, I think I changed... Um, I changed the close-up to I wanted to do French overs and I changed them to normal close close-ups because of the I didn't incorporate the background, the chair, and the French overs didn't look so nice. So I I just shot close-ups from the front. So just from a technical camera. From a technical standpoint, there you're near the ocean, you're near the waves. Did you have to like like for sound, for from sound quality, did you have to like ADR everything, or did you no. grab the sound on the on the set? On the, on um, the... No, Stuart Waller is uh, is also a colleague of mine. I've worked many many times to, with, 
And I, and I was very considerate, like I was aware that the closer I go to the waves, the harder it will be. We compromised there in a little bit, but um, he was really happy with the original sound, what we got. And then I had Craig Critton from Take Two, who did then the mix, and he was really happy with it. And we did the mix and the design of it. And I think the quality of the sound is terrific. Um, no, it's a great sound design. That's what I was curious about. Yeah. The process, oh, yeah. like on, on the day. Yeah. It's not muddled or anything. Yeah. Um, I think, sorry if I'm, it's very humid today in Sydney. <laughs> so hot here. It's, I'm just tripping here. Um, you know, it just shows like the, 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 the sound record is, is very experienced. He has a great idea how to, to get the best sound, even yeah. in a more challenging location. So experience pays off, you know, and, uh, the camera person, the cinematographer, I worked with him many years ago when he was an a second AC. We know them also as um, clapper loader when we shot yeah. film. But uh, I also saw recently a reel of his and he invested into a steady cam. So I knew that he wanted to go more into operate. Well, he's operating by now. But I also knew that he wanted to do more drama and go into more cinematography. And when I asked him, he was really into it and loved it and... Um, said yes I'll do it you know so um it's a bit half of very experienced and half where I know I can give them a chance to participate in something that is worthwhile for his portfolio just as it is for me yeah gotcha no it's 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 basically you got a pretty solid crew uh basically yeah. making your film and you just went down to the beach and shot in three hours yeah um I I literally I knew what beach I wanted. I mean, I'm I'm from Sydney. I live close to the eastern suburbs where Bondi Beach is most famous one. Um, I knew that I didn't want to shoot on Bondi because it's a very wide beach and very busy beach. Tamarama is much more contained and smaller. The only thing I was worried about because in Australia we had a public holiday for Queen Elizabeth's funeral. And it was on that Thursday I was going to shoot. And I thought, oh, damn, I'm going to have a busy beach. And I didn't want to have a busy beach and everything. Anyway, what happened was that Thursday, it was bucketing. It was so, so heavily raining. Everyone calling me, are you sure you want to shoot it? I said, yes, we're going to shoot it. Uh, we incorporate the rain into the story. It will be even funnier. We are, we are shooting it today. Uh, we meet at 12, the actors arrive at 1. 11 o'clock, rain stopped. And we had the perfect, perfect overcast because this, it gave us control. We didn't have to control, control sun in, sun yeah. out. And I didn't have any gaffers or who were yeah. able to help me with the sun. So it's it perfect condition. Yeah. It was perfect condition. You know, you, you know, you have to think for that. You know, you have to think for that. The queen. <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm I'm waving to the queen. Um, I just think you know if when it wasn't for her death, there wouldn't be the holiday. If it wasn't for the holiday, you wouldn't have had the perfect day to shoot it. So, oh well, maybe I just created it all myself. So there's a good reason why she. Died, <laughs> right? so. I think you know, focus creates your reality. So I was very focused on what I wanted and where and how it should happen. I knew who I wanted. And um, I was very clear in my shots. What's that? What's that line you just said? I gotta say it again. Focus creates uh, reality. 
Yeah, focus creates reality. Did you come up with that yourself? Or no, 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 no. William Whitecloud, he's uh, the magician, as I say. Well, he wrote the magician's uh, what a magician. Yeah, it's a great, it's a great line because it's true, right? It really is. It is. Focus creates reality. No, it comes from him, William Whitecloud, not me. But I did all his curriculum, and he's uh, amazing, and it definitely helps me in my creation of what I want to do next in my career. So you want to start directing television? Is that your next stage? Yes, totally. Television, feature films. I'm in the process of now creating like a little website where I can have links to my short films. Once the film is out there and it's has had its festival circuit a little bit, um, I want to create a website. Um, I'm going to basically approach every producer I know and see and seek the opportunity to direct either television or feature film. I have a couple of concepts of my own who I might pitch along the way, but mm -hmm. I would love to also work and, and uh, direct a feature film. Yes. Well, I think you're on your way. I think this is a pretty fun uh, um, short film. And so I'm so happy that you got mm -hmm. a shot and it seems like it's doing well on the festival circuit. And Thank you do you. You, like you alluded before, but you enjoyed the feedback the audience what the audience had to say about your film. I loved possible. it. I loved it. I mean, I never had to, like all my other short films which I did previously. Um, I never had that feedback. You never hear yeah. what the audience really thinks. You know, I mean, one of my previous shorts uh, was best of the rest of Tropfest and traveled in Australia. Another short film I sold to Canal Plus, actually, for France and the Benelux countries. But you never hear the feedback. You just assume if they like it and buy it that they liked it for whatever reason, right? But to hear it out online and you see their faces, you know they're, 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 they really mean it. It's not, you know, there's no reason for them to basically say something nice to me. Yeah. Um, it, it's authentic. It's authentic. That's what I mean. And yeah. I, I really enjoyed it. And uh, um, what, what, that was something I was going to say before. But no, I, I enjoyed the, when I came across that festival, I read your reviews about the festival. And it was something I thought, yeah, I'm going to send in my film there. And, you know, the two minutes. Um, it's actually quite hard to do two minutes with a backstory and a story yeah, with, a, it is. with the end. Yeah. So it does need a lot of skill. It does take a lot of skill. And I had to convince myself to a little bit to saying, no, this is enough. This is good. It stands as it is. It doesn't need to be more. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I wish you the best. I hope maybe, hopefully, I don't know if you're going to make more shorts, but I think you're maybe you're your head somewhere else. But uh, I appreciate that uh, you submitting to, to this festival and, uh, Thank I'll you. look out for you in the in the Australian um, film scene and see if you see what else you do. And uh, yeah, thanks for your candor too about the well, supervision too, because I think that it's an interesting, it's it's a fascinating job that nobody knows that the common person on the street doesn't know about, and it's yeah. like it's really interesting. Even colleagues and producers who employ you don't know really what you do. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. if I do my job well, you don't see it, you know. And uh, it's only when something happens and a star cup bug in Game of Thrones suddenly appears that it is talked about us. But, you know, I know also how that happened. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it wasn't it, the mistake of a script supervisor, I can tell you that. And it's the, it is the editor who loves you, right? That's the, it's like the editor yes. 
he loves your notes and basically yes. kind of it helps you them. You write out. everything down. I write every shot, every take, every, the lengths, the comments from the director down. Um, I make sure that the direct, that the actors say their dialogue correctly, that they don't miss anything. I watch what they do and help them to repeat it with every camera angle that it cuts together. Mm. And I always say that the script supervisor is the representative of the editor. So, yeah, uh, yeah editor and you are, have a very close working relationship, even though they're not on set, yeah. but you are. Yeah. That's exactly it, yeah. So yeah. it could even be six months from now, seven months from now, your notes on that day help the editor out on when, when they're putting the that scene together. Right. So. Absolutely. Yeah. So they I, usually do an assembly cut and then in the post, the director comes in and they do their final cut. Yeah, exactly. But then at the same time, people are, what I'm saying, people, they, they also shoot out of order all the time. Right. So you're not like, you could be shooting oh, totally. 40 of like a, a page, page totally. 60 on day one and then page that's, two on page. That's how that's how I describe my job to people who don't know what we do. We don't shoot the way you watch a film or a, a TV show. We shoot, like I'm an example, I'm starting on a show six one hours next week and I'm doing all six one hours and you shoot a schedule in according to locations, interior, exterior, day, night and availability of actors. Yeah. So sometimes you shoot two scenes from episode six and three scenes from yeah. episode and you and me it's my job to know what has happened what hasn't happened in each scene yeah it's it, that's becoming more common because now the, there's all these mini series on on like uh on the streaming services and they're they're shooting totally uh they're shooting like yeah like you said they're shooting episode seven on day one and then episode three on day two you know they're all over the place and the script supervisor's mm -hmm. got to hold it all together i guess right yeah that happens quite often now, and I do more often than the, the, the entire series. I, I I think six is the maximum most pe uh, people do, or maybe eight. I, I even have done once ten, but that was crazy, crazy. You need yeah. an assistant. And it's a great thing for new people to come into script supervising if they get an assistant job, you know. So you can't – it's helping me, but you also can pass on your experience and someone else to who wants to become a script supervisor. So it's a good, it, because it, a script supervision is not necessarily an entry level uh, job to get into the film industry. Yeah. You need right, a little bit. I, I was an additional ID and a producer's assistant and knew a bit of the office and a bit of the set. And I understood all the departments. You need to have a really good understanding how everyone works together as a script supervisor, because you are like very central to the office as well as on set to many departments, costume, makeup, light, DP, all of them. They always have a question for you. What time of day is it? Uh, what, 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 when did we finish? Was it sunny? Was it not sunny? And mm -hmm. you, in your notes in the script, you know that, you know. All right. So I wish you the best, and uh, like, and basically, I appreciate your time, and uh, hope everything's well, going. Thank good. you. Thank you so much. I appreciate the the opportunity to talk about my job as well as my film, and uh, I hope it's uh, well received in Ontario and in LA. I believe it's getting screened, right? Yep. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Shlemiel, Shlemazel, Hasenbeck Incorporated. We're gonna do it.